How's 75? 75 okay? Yeah, Keep it's all uh, good. Maybe, maybe okay. like, say something a little at your, at your normal louder volume. At my normal louder volume? Well, I don't know how much louder I get, uh, except for when we're being a, a loud boys. I think this is <laughs> about getting, my volume. When we're getting real raucous. Give, give, some, give an opinion about King of the Hill, and then we'll be able to <laughs> sort of test. <laughs> get, get yourself, get, get your little low juices all rumbling for that king. All right, well... <laughs> The King of the Hills, but ah, now it's too false. Now I can't get, I can't get, I can't get. <laughs> I don't want to sell it with. with I, yeah, fake I, don't want it with, I can't just give any opinion on it. <laughs> I don't know. I think King of the Hills kind of overrated. All right. Well, you're a bad friend. And... <laughs> Let me tell you about my family. <laughs> I sell propane and propane accessories. Hey everybody, welcome to Saturday Morning Tuesdays. Uh, that is our wonderful cartoon podcast that is so great that we everybody loves. Everybody loves this. We're doing our great show, and I'm Austin. And I'm your friend Rory. Just your best friend Rory. The cute little sweet little boy in the corner singing his song. Singing his song about, <laughs> you know, just hang, hanging with his friends and having a real good time. <laughs> get a song about never letting me talk my yeah. name's andy hello and uh we uh we all need to keep it down because uh, the quiet hours are almost over because we're all in prison uh <laughs> the, yeah. the police have taken us to jail uh because they finally caught up to us they heard our episode about where we talked about a fan fiction about a, a boy <laughs> diddling his cat um and we've been taken to prison uh the it police have taken us to jail they caught up to us and they said, you can't do it. And you're in jail. You're criminals now. And so uh, we've been sentenced and gone through, you know, conviction. And so we've serving life in prison uh, for saying, talking Uh-oh. about, about <laughs> yucky sin. things on the Internet. Hopefully it's one of those one of those fun prisons like that show Oz. <laughs> yeah, where they got a there's a witch and there's a whole bunch of fun houses and metal metal creatures. Um, All of our lions. roommates are flying monkeys. Mm hmm. Uh, so, so, uh, you think they'll give we, us cats here in prison? You think we, we have access to cats? We definitely specifically do not. <laughs> this is, this is cat prison. This is oh, specifically. This is the, what an like ironic and fun... horrible place for them to put us considering the crime that brought us here. I'm also allergic to cats, so it is hell. Oh, that, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. I have to admit, but you know. Yeah. Rory, what's your prison name now? My prison name is is uh juices o'malley <laughs> okay that's similar to uh, a character we once created because he didn't think about it very much <laughs> that's true i was just coming with a funny last name after the after juices i'm uh i'm st- i'm stank fish now you're stank fish stank fish mm-hmm. yeah oh man don't well, look at me funny that's awkward because my prison name is Stankfish too, but <laughs> I came up with it first. Wait, like like the number two, like the sequel yeah. to me? <laughs> yeah, but I came up with it first. Yeah, but I didn't think somebody was going to come along and try to be Stankfish one. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm over here looking like a fucking asshole. Right, Wait, it yeah. It just fucking ruined my thing. Now no one's going to respect me because they're just going to want to go for the newer and better version. 
Yeah. Well, what what can we do to pass the time here in this jail? Well, I know somebody who works here. I'm pretty decent friends with one of the guards, and they say they can slip me some illicit cartoons. Ooh, some, some VHS ooh, tapes that. through the bars. You keister it, and then you pop it out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I keistered it. You know old Steakfish one. I'm good for it. Yeah, drug smugglers have a pretty fun sense of humor when it comes to the words they use for butt. <laughs> Uh, what are we watching? What, what what did what did I sneak in? I didn't really look at it. Uh, you somehow you got in episode two of Astro Boy from the nineteen eighties Robot Circus nice. and uh, Powerpuff Girls episode two B Powerpuff Bluff. <laughs> nice, cool. And they came in a little package that said Super Kids written in Sharpie. Ooh, some I don't know what that means. What does Super Kids mean? Uh, that's the name of the arc that we're in right now. We're watching these shows. We're gonna do it for a few weeks and. Uh... You know what? It's really fun. This is episode yeah. two. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome of, back, yeah, listeners. Uh, We're not really in this. jail. This is just, this is just the No, theme. this is just a fun thing we do. Come on. We talk, we sure, we can about. pretend like we're not we in jail. Pretend we can pretend it, well, yeah. like... All we want to do is, is just Theater of the mind. Theater of the <laughs> mind. We're not in jail for for any cat rela- for any cat related crimes that we did or didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what they say if you if you're gonna do that crime you got to serve the time and we're we're certainly serving the time here we're, we're in a, a nice little tiny little cell and we're crowded around a shitty old tv watching astro boy episode two and it's called robot circus we all have to share the same pair of handcuffs <laughs> yeah it's really tight in there all of our left hands are in one and all of our right hands are in the other and i have to move <laughs> like so a bad. fucked up puppet so this one's called robot circus and here's the knops toby is enslaved by a robot circus owner and is forced into manual labor but befriends a young circus worker named kathy when boynton's associate professor elephant comes to fetch him the ringmaster refuses to surrender him so kathy does the best she can to save the boy robot and it is during this episode that Toby receives his new name, Astro Boy, and his characteristic red boots. Uh, I hate how that summary just didn't even mention Mr. Tornado. Tornado? Um, <laughs> he is the sexiest goddamn Academy Award of a robot man that I... I he's a big golden It's hunk. a beautiful golden robot man who's very humanoid and his name is, is inexplicably Tornado. Tornado. <laughs> Mr. Tornado. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Move just over, kinda, Matt from Digimon. God, yeah, we just kind of brushed by his brave sacrifice. Uh, <laughs> now, in the original Astro Boy, this um, this this robot circus is in the first episode. Um, okay. And uh, is, is not Tornado. There's a sort of facsimile named Sparkle the Robot Cannonball, though. <laughs> He's also pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we, we we talk a big talk about Mr. Tornado here on the show. I think you all know that. But uh, <laughs> there was also, I think my favorite robot was just a hoop, just a sentient oh, hoop. The with, hoop with boy. A hoop boy with legs and arms that does like a fun little steamboat willy dance every, every frame that he's in. Uh, he's, and he's people jump through it. his face. It's so good. There's a lot of like 
what we might have potentially deemed circus nonsense in this episode, but mm-hmm. it was kind of delightful in, like you said, sort of a steamboat Willie-ish sort of way. Yeah. Like, I didn't tune out of it the way I did with all those moments in, in Mumesa. I was still kind of like checked in and enjoying all these moments these weird i like, was checked in enjoying this robot circus moment like the robot circus moments in cyber sex oh yeah shit that's right we had a robot circus not that long ago this is our second robot circus in about a <laughs> month <laughs> that also has a robot snake but this but this one is also only one snake yeah <laughs> it doesn't split like a y um god this was this was a pretty fun episode but also a really sad episode I mean, yeah. aside from what we already talked about, where we get introduced to the the hottest new hunk on the block, and then he, spoiler alert, dies in a horrible fiery explosion. Yes. There's a lot of other sadness. There's yeah. a lot. Um, m- most importantly, this circus man, whose name is Ham Egg, by the way. What? That's not uh, a name. <laughs> no, it's two things you eat. <laughs> <laughs> he's a really horrible man and he's got an electric whip that he likes hurting a child with sorry ham i can't get over ham egg is it it's like somebody (laughs) shouted across the end of a crowded office like hey what's his name Uh, uh, ham egg oh man yeah all right that works he's just an asshole he's such a jerk and he really gets off on hurting children yeah, he's um, a bad person, and we also know uh, there are some bystanders in the audience. One of them is another weird name, Mr. Elephant, Professor Elephant. <laughs> elephant? Elephant? Not elephant. 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 <laughs> elephant. Yeah. But they they talk about human rights, or they talk about robot rights. Like, they specifically mention that robot rights are, like, protected under the federal government. And they're yeah. like, wow, this this circus is not doing that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Really, really pretty fucked up, but I guess we paid for tickets, so fuck us too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, Whew. oh boy. Yeah, I'll go to Ringling Bros and I'll protest the animals, but I will fucking show up to see those animals jump. Yeah, you seen them jump? Damn. I saw one die the other day. I'd pay to see that again, because I'm a monster. Yeah, so so we know explicitly that, that robot rights are a thing and that they are kind of just like people in a lot of ways and then you know the whole episode is like them getting whipped and getting blown up yeah they've sort of they've sort of immediately forgotten that the whole reason that astro boy is in the shape of a boy was because they couldn't get they couldn't make a robot and now here we see a fully a fully grown adonis named tornado flying around the sky (laughs) um you know the the way that they've explained it now further in this episode is that Yes, there are other humanoid robots, but Astro Boy is clearly way better. He's way more accurate. He's more lifelike. He's got all these guns. He's got guns in his butt. He's got guns in his nips. Like, you know, there's some real there's some real advantages, but but he's no longer that special for having been a humanoid boy robot. Yeah. Yeah, no. And so, yeah, it's a little bit of a weird. I mean, it's not really a retcon. It's just I think they didn't do a great job at explaining what the world was in the first episode mm-hmm. we might have had more of that before it was cut and to be fair some some anonymous or not anonymous uh but some uh untold amount of time has passed since astro boy was created then he lived with boynton for some for years apparently that's a good point that's, that's a good true. point yeah he was he was raised um 
yeah, that's an interesting because they don't really tell us how long passes. Right. Uh, but we're led to believe it's, you know, long enough for a boy to learn boy things. And... Yeah, long <laughs> enough to kind of learn language and stuff. But he also uh, uh, is still certainly it hasn't been, you know, 100 years. No. Right. It's probably been five, maybe. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like since the death of his son, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably. Now, this episode kind of centers around a big trick that's happening at this evil robot circus where they swing a robot between just this huge, like, electromagnet or something that is charging 50,000 volts between it. And apparently, you have to be a really precise robot to navigate through it and not just fucking die. Mm -hmm. Um, And. The audience is ed- educated enough on why that would be that they get a big thrill out of watching robots go through it. And mm-hmm. Mr. Tornado is the big hunk that's the one who's programmed to do it. Um, but we see this trick a few times uh, and it's kind of gruesome because it, correct me if I'm wrong. I think I, I think I watched this correctly, that the way they set up the trick is they sacrifice a robot to it first and the whole audience gets to watch a robot die. Right? Like, that's step one is like, hey, I watch this I mean, this I wouldn't dude go put through. it past Mr. Hamag. Uh, I got the impression it was that, I mean, like, when the, when the silver robot goes through the sparks. Uh huh. Does he die? Because he gets scooped up by these hands. I thought that uh, maybe it was like a, a little bit of showmanship there. It could but, be. Uh, it could be that they, that it, that he doesn't die, but it definitely is sort of like, oh no, look how scary this is. And then Mr. Yeah. Tornado comes out and is like, I'm here, and then he just blasts right on through like a like a an Adonis, as you said. Yeah. Like a big old golden Superman. So when Astro Boy joins the circus, you would think he'd come in and he'd be like used for tricks right away. Um yeah. but no, he's immediately thrown into manual labor. Yeah, uh, Hamag really starts negging him right away after he went through such lengths <laughs> to steal Astro Boy. Now he's now he's treating him like he's dog shit. Right. Yeah, he was on that ship. Like he could see him like blowing up <laughs> icebergs and like being incredible. And now he's like, "Why aren't you cleaning up this robot shit like I told you to?" You know. <laughs> um, and you know, there's a whole montage of him like breaking things, and he's trying to like do it the good way and he's being literal again he's like put this all on the conveyor belt and so he puts him on the conveyor belt like no not me you fool and it's a very very fantasia-ish sequence with a bunch of like robot hippos that go out and dance (laughs) yeah with big tutus and stuff yeah um but then so then we have the character kathy yeah ack yeah ack (laughs) kathy i guess kathy's human I think. Yeah, she's she's the sort though, of most boilerplate anime woman to have ever been birthed, <laughs> ever been created. Yeah, the most unori- the, uh, composite of the most unoriginal thoughts all put into one person. Just kind of a, a stock maternal character who sort of <laughs> needs to be there to have a conscience. Uh, we don't really what? learn much about her. We know she used to perform. But like, what is she doing at this circus? She has a heart. Right. Yeah, like, it's an incredibly heart. unethical circus. I mean, I guess she needed a job, but, you know, it's to some degree <laughs> she's complicit in this. Yeah. And like, she's the one who, of course, takes to takes to Toby and is trying to save him and train him and, right. and keep him away from from Hamegg's evil wrath. Mm hmm. Yeah. But, I do like the the, you know, juxtaposition between the names of like Mr. Tornado, Hamegg and <laughs> Kathy. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't don't forget my favorite character, the boss of all Chicago. Yes. Oh yeah, my the god. Boss <laughs> the boss of all Chicago. Oh god, he's a great one. Uh, yeah. So that that's actually sort of what happens is there's a a big show that night, and Tornado's not feeling it. He doesn't want to go through the death trap, <laughs> but it's like you've got to go there. You've got to be there. The boss of all Chicago is going to be here. <laughs> Which, you know, is the, is like a mop, someone, it's someone who is not from America's understanding of what organized crime in America <laughs> yeah. was like, you know? It could also, it could also have been a dub change to, so oh, I'm they sure don't have, they don't have mobsters in the show. He's just the boss of Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. He's the king of Chicago. <laughs> you, you know how most, most towns have mayors? Well, this town has a boss and it's uh, me. Yeah. Because he definitely looks, I would say he looks kind of like a, I mean, he's dressed, he's dressed like an old timey crime boss, but he's got a, he's got kind of like that old Yakuza boss look going on. That's, it's possible. Yeah. I don't know. They thought we weren't going to understand. Big old pinstripe suit. Yeah, I think they were going for an Al Capone sort of thing. uh, They are, but I don't know. He's, I don't know. I, I got, I got a sort of an old Japanese man vibe off of him. Yeah. Much more so than the other characters. Sure. Sure. Uh, and so the issue is that the boss of all Chicago, like the, the circus is heading to Chicago next and he's not going to he's not going to honor their contract and let them come. And they're going to lose a ton of money because Mr. Tornado has died and they have no one to headline with this spectacular 50,000 volt trick. And so there's sort of a deal that's struck by Kathy where Astro Boy, well, Toby at this point, uh, is going to be the guy who does the trick if after the Chicago engagement, they let Astro Boy go free. Yeah, I'm sorry, Kathy. You can't just volunteer this child right in. Just throw him right into the furnace here. Um, yeah, he'll be fine. I'll, I'll train him up good. Uh, she doesn't know he's like a super child. And she <laughs> just says, no, he'll he'll do it. Mr. Tornado just exploded. Like his his <laughs> robot parts are still smoking. And she's like, hey, this boy will do it. <laughs> hey, I know Fuck a little you, boy Kathy. who's easily swayed. Yeah. I've got this. I've got the trust of a small boy. Would you like a boy that trusts me implicitly? Like if if she, (laughs) and spoiler alert, she's going to fake his death later. She doesn't have to put him through. No. uh, uh, You know, this like horrible stunt. (laughs) Yeah. No, Kathy's complicit. Fuck Kathy. Fuck you, Kathy. Uh, So right around at the same time that this plot is going on, uh, Dr. Elephant, who is another scientist who knew Dr. Boynton, and he's, you know, a Japanese scientist. And he... Well, sorry, he's a scientist of his country. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't specifically say Japan. That's probably a dub change. Yeah. Because, you know... say your country. <laughs> uh, and Elephant is pretty convinced that he has recognized this Toby robot and is like, that looks a lot like the fake son that Dr. Boynton made after his dead son, Toby. And so he, it's like my favorite moment in the whole episode. He goes back to his hotel room and he calls the Ministry of Science on his video phone. And he says, <laughs> Elephant here, could you show me the video file on Dr. Boynton's son, Toby? He died in a traffic accident. And <laughs> I'm just sitting here going like, what the fuck kind of weird search history is that? You can just call someone and get a video of a kid who died? Like, this is some weird shit in the future. I don't know how to you feel can about that. You do that on Google. Let me tell you. 
but like it's weird that he's like calling someone personally like that person's gonna know elephant watched a Hello, video operator, of a dead kid operator give me the <laughs> give me the video of a dead child <laughs> it was really strange yeah uh but he he realizes he realizes that it is indeed the same robot that dr boynton built and so now his his goal for the rest of the episode is to go back to the circus and uh and take this child because he wants to save him from the circus right yeah uh yeah this this there's so much they is this another two into one andy do you know no it's a one it's a one they have so much plot happens in these episodes it's actually kind of hard to keep track of without a longer yeah. summary uh um, i know oh okay so, so the so dr elephant comes back knowing that it's the sun and he comes looking for the circus and right El- it's gone. Yeah, he's looking for the and circus they're off on a on a robot circus train that's heading to chicago <laughs> <laughs> this is when your favorite robot shows up the hoop boy yeah no he's immediately my favorite <laughs> it's, a, it's a great design it's a great design but it's a bad dub i would say I, i'm starting yeah. to realize at this point that it's not a great dub especially the guy that got to play dr elephant he mm-hmm. feels like he's delivering every one of his words like this. Yeah. Really unnatural. Yeah, definitely. That Yeah, and Kathy also has some weird lines, too. And, you know, part of it is, I think, just yeah, uh, like when the she way creeps it was into written. His, when, he, when she creeps into his bedroom at night. It's, it's, <laughs> and rubs, his like, rubs his eyes. Rubs his eyeballs. <laughs> and then Astro Boy just like, like oh, it feels mm-hmm. so no. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think somebody else used to rub my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, you rub my eyeball so good. That's such a weird, intimate moment. <laughs> yeah. Who rubs someone's eyeballs? God. It's a, I think it's a robot thing, maybe. 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 I don't know. I just, whenever I see all those animatronics of the Pirates of the Caribbean, right, I just want to get out there, get out of the boat, and rub their eyes. <laughs> you know that's what they want, too. You can see it in those eyes. Mm hmm. Yeah. So that's when uh, Elephant, I guess, tracks him down. Yeah, yeah, everything kind of comes to a head at the at the circus show in Chicago, and yeah, Elephant wants Toby to get him back. Toby does the trick. Toby does the trick successfully, mm-hmm. uh, and then they're like, the the Hamig <laughs> goes back on his contract, and he's like, no, see, I've got to, you know, I'm signed up, I'm going to keep him forever, see? And I'm not going to let him go, and that's when... Uh, uh, Kathy decides to fake his death. Yeah, that's a weird sequence. I wasn't sure what she was doing. Like, yeah, she's measuring his body during while they're talking, <laughs> which is a very like serial killer kind of thing to do. <laughs> Let me just rub your eyes and take your measurements. <laughs> no, keep sleeping. <laughs> Kathy, are you an American psycho? <laughs> Show me your business card. Um, so. Yeah, she she like takes a bunch of measurements and then finds a bunch of uh, junk in a big junk pile that kind of looks like parts of Astro Boy. And she causes an explosion. And so everybody kind of comes and looks and it looks for all the world as though Toby has been in some horrible, weird accident and everybody explodes. And uh, and Hameg tears up the contract in anger, which I guess I guess frees Toby from. Yeah, servitude. It's honestly, the... it's it's kind of a, it's a good plot element. I mean, it's the best yeah. way to to do it. You know, I mean, he won't be looking anymore. Uh, and, you know, it kind of gets him out of the deal. Uh, so you know, it's it's a decent it's a decent plot contrivance. You know, I don't mind that. I think no. that was kind of smart. 
um, a smart way to do it. Um, the weird thing, though, is when Kathy meets up with uh, Dr. Fucking Elephant. 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 Dr. Elephant. <laughs> they meet up because I guess she sent out a call to him. And so they they conspired to, to you know, meet up. Now they're all together. She's got to go. But, you know, they say he's atomic. And then Kathy has the line, <laughs> he's atomic. Really, yeah. Then let's give him a special name, Astro Boy. <laughs> With that delivery. Atomic? Then let's give him a special name, Astro Boy. <laughs> and after the line, he's atomic, let's yeah. call him Astro. <laughs> it's just... Because it's so it's, in... His name is originally Adam, right? Yeah, it's Adam, like yeah. A-T-O-M in Japanese yeah. is his name. That mm. line makes sense in Japanese. Yeah. Um, but, like, they could have changed the first part. They could. He could have been like, what an astronomical job this boy did. Oh, let's call him Astro Boy. But no. Yeah, or, oh, he could go to space, you say? Let's call <laughs> yeah, him Astro Boy. Uh, also, I guess Kathy kept the robot tiger. She, she <laughs> did. Her tiger. She was <laughs> lucky the tiger. That's we didn't true. mention the tiger at all, but no, there we is didn't mention robot the tiger. No, yeah, because it because it's it's window dressing in a in a robot circus until Kathy keeps it. Until now, they've just got a tiger. <laughs> yeah, and now she's like she could be a Marvel hero, you know, like, <laughs> with her robot tiger companion. Also, Toby's first job was to literally polish the tiger. Yeah, yeah, which does sound like a euphemism for. Cranking it. Yeah. <laughs> He's just oh. polishing that tiger. This one this one ends with uh you know a seemingly happy ending. This is this is essentially like the the last of a three part prologue of the show, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. um so Astro Boy, as we can now call him, uh goes off with Elephant and I guess like a private jet or something, and then we sort of move on from <laughs> the sh- with the show from here. And, and it becomes you know, a lot more episodic, as I understand, right? We kind of yeah, yeah. That's, that's my understanding be, as well. Yeah, it's going to be a you know, monster of the week sort of sort of problem. Some something needs Astro Boy stopping it, and then right. an adorable little child goes and saves everyone. I can't wait! I can't wait to see those great <laughs> adventures that he has. What's going to be next, you guys? I don't know. Maybe he'll use that that butt gun again. I, it was, it was a weird. Do I keep talking gun. about the butt gun enough? Is it's it very, a very funny butt gun? It's I a bet funny he fires butt gun. From the hip. <laughs> that was all right. Yeah, you no, tried it. You tried it again. It was Rory's you, joke. Yeah, we tried it again, and it didn't. It didn't play very well. Just like the first. You threw it in. Out of, you th- we were talking about nip guns before. <laughs> it had. It I had, just wanted to worked. prove that my joke in the last episode was better than Rory's episode. So, welcome back to Saturday Morning Tuesdays. It's the comedy dissection podcast where we tell each other that we're funnier than the other hosts. Uh, yeah, only God, only God can truly decide. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> but my joke was the good one. Yeah, I had the very best funny <laughs> joke. Well, we're back. We're back to we're back to making some money. We're back to doing you know what we got to do to pay the bills around here. Isn't that right, Austin Bridges? That's correct. We we've done many things we don't like to talk about. A lot of things we do. Here's one of them. Here's one of them. Uh, you know the 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 exact the exact uh, setup for this for for this ad I, I got to tell you is a little bit odd. Um, I think we've I think we we got a we got a a letter we got a letter with some money in it, and uh, well I'll just read the letter to you and then you can take it from there. How's that sound? I love it. All right, so it says, "Get out of this house, Jake. Get out of here right now." 
Go home and don't come back. This is not your house, and you're a bad little ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and then how much money was in there? 20 bucks. Ooh, 20, 20 oh. bucks. Chris, Chris, 20. <laughs> our, our most generous sponsor to date. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, it's fun you, that you mentioned this, because I actually do know something about this. Um, so uh, I actually am a ghost. Uh, oh. And Jake, Jake is who I've been haunting, and uh, thankfully, uh, uh, Jake is also a ghost. Based <laughs> on just remembering the words in the letter here, um, <laughs> so I've been running a ghost scam uh, on another person who paid us twenty dollars. Uh, um, I believe their name is El Eldrew. Um, yeah, and Eldrew. Uh, you moved know into so a new house. many names. <laughs> Eldrew moved into a brand new house, and then I've been trying to uh, convince Eldrew that it's a ghost named Jake, um, because the ghost is a n- notable neighborhood ghost that always wants twenty dollars, and then they'll leave <laughs> the house. Oh, I see. I see so how this works. Jake has already <laughs> been, uh, you know, vacuumed up by the local. Uh, copyright free ghost protectors <laughs> um and so uh jake's gone but that doesn't mean that i also a ghost can't still get some 20 dollars get me some fresh 20 dollars yeah it's it's like it's like those televangelists on tv that say send me a letter with a buck in it and your mm-hmm. life's gonna be a lot better so right. send us a letter saying get rid of those ghosts get out of here ghost and with right. some money with 20 bucks with 20 crisp dollars yeah, so so that means that this with America's is the most problematic of- president, you give us the worst president <laughs> in a in a in an envelope. Send it to us. Yeah, that you know those stats are changing every day, aren't they? They certainly <laughs> are. Um, on who the most of of what is, whether it's Andrew Jackson or or the other bad one, um, who's not on money yet. But, um, but he's trying. <laughs> he's trying. Oh boy, I'm gonna haunt him next because I'm a ghost. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. We're probably hopefully can keep getting twenty dollars from whether it's Elger or from all sorts of other folks. Wow. Hashtag ghost cash. Cash for ghosts. All right, listeners, it's Saturday morning, Tuesdays, and we're back in cat prison, and uh, we meow, 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 cat prison. So we're here with our our VHS tapes of stolen cartoons from the guards who brought it to us in their keisters, and we have wiped off the unmentionable brown sauce and now have put the VHS tapes into our... (laughs) Only slightly unmentionable. You still kind of mention them. (laughs) (laughs) The VHS tapes are now in the. They're in the rec room. We're watching with all the with all (laughs) all the other cat prisoners. We are watching episode two B of Powerpuff Girls. That's the second episode of the second aired episode. Right. Yeah. That's correct. That's correct. So we, there have been 
So anyway, so that's the Powerpuff Girls we're watching. It's called Power Puff Bluff. And it goes as such. Three escaped convicts repeatedly beaten by the girls fashion themselves new identities when they find grown-up-sized Powerpuff Girl costumes inside Townsville Jail. <laughs> Using their pseudo-superhero status, they con the citizens of Townsville out of money and jewelry, while the mayor mistakenly calls the police and has the real Powerpuff Girls thrown right into prison. This episode is so stupid, and I loved it. Yeah, it's a very fun episode. It's chock-a-block full of nonsense, but it was delicious, delicious, tasty chocolate nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's funny because, like, there's the whole conceit of this episode, right, is that, like Rory just mentioned, uh, these punks, these three convicts, are in jail, and they just happen to find costumes that look you know, I want. I was almost gonna say just like the Powerpuff yeah, Girls. Yeah, no, <laughs> but, <laughs> they're but very they obviously. Uh, yeah, saying that they find them implies a lot more work on their part that, <laughs> that they didn't really do. The camera does more work, sort of panning over to them, just perfectly just displayed sitting. in a wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, just sitting there in their shared prison cell. Yeah, in their size. Um. Yeah, that was very silly, and I'm trying to decide if it's funnier the way they had it, or if they had sort of a very obvious, like, you know, a guard, like, over, like, loudly announcing, like, ah, just better back up these Powerpuff Girl (laughs) costumes that I, (laughs) oh, no, I dropped them in the, you know, and then they share a look or something, and they do it. You know, like, if, is it, because this is so such a huge leap like this is such a fucking hand wave that like obviously it's a joke but it's you know. uh, yeah and i would say this is actually uh, a really cool way to handle the the cartoon pro- the problematic cartoon gag that we've seen many times in the past right of of the joke being guys just as girls is funny yes right so in this, the joke is how preposterous it is. You would even believe that they could be the Powerpuff Girls. Mm-hmm. And it allows that to be funny without just a put down that nobody really needs anymore. Yeah. It's right. funny to see these guys, you know, <laughs> these enormous bulky black. There's an enormous like bulky black dude as Bubbles. And nobody, <laughs> nobody says mom about it. No, right. just, they're fully on board with this monster man being <laughs> becoming the new Powerpuff Girl. When they first get in these costumes and like the guard walks by and looks in and is like, oh, God, the Powerpuff Girls. We get this series of like John K-esque close ups of like all of their gross man hair peeking out in the cracks <laughs> yeah. of, this, of their costumes. It's like full on Ren and Stimpy style. And he's just like. Like, they look so ridiculous, and the guard's just like, well, what are you girls doing in there? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's so great. And they're like, yeah. they're so bad at faking it. They even call themselves the Powder Puff Girls. It's like, it's such a good gag. I really like it the way they did it. It's funny. Yeah. Um. The The beginning of the episode, though, is a few things are established at the beginning. Sure. Um, we see the the rule of threes happening where they they rob a bank. Um, and they come across a buxom bank teller who, uh, 
one refers to as sweet cheeks and then it flips around and it's like a cardboard standee and it's uh blossom behind it saying who are you calling sweet cheeks and then she beats him up yeah. and they foil the bank robbery um and then the second uh attempt is um it's a jewelry store jewelry store that's right jewelry store and then they they're there you know they're all wearing like gold chains and jewels kind of like a mr t kind of kind of yeah. look and then they you know they all beat him up again and then they're at the mayor's house these robbers are the mayor's house. Um, and, and they're like trying to steal all of his cool stuff. And they right. call they call Ms. Bellum sweet cheeks. Right. And uh, there's a fun little bit there where the mayor's like trying to tell him like, oh, just take anything you want. Maybe take my wife. <laughs> like he suggests his wife several times. And his wife is just it looks just like him in drag. Who marries their twin in drag? Like. Hey, I'm not going to judge. <laughs> you know, you do what you want to do, man. It's just like this weird short balding man with a wig on is his wife. It's like the, right. it's such a strange concept that I do kind of love as well. Um, um, but they also, when they call Miss Bellum Sweet Cheeks, the mayor has thought that they're still c- talking to the mayor. And so, well, call me whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so cute. Which um, is fun. Um, and that happens a couple times as sort of a recurring gag. But my um, my favorite line in the whole episode is in the is in that uh, that mayor's mayor's house sequence. Um, the like lead bad guy. It, they found like all of his stuff and the mayor's like, no, not my priceless, very rare, one of a kind porcelain poodle. And the main <laughs> bad guy holds it up over his head and he says, I kind of like it. Yeah, I like this very much. And with this valuable keepsake, I will obtain power over the mayor and all of Townsville. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. They're yeah, really fun characters. Funny. Like they're they're They were a lot of fun. And yeah, I mean, it's one of those weird things where uh I I kind of wish I could I had more to say on the episode because I really did enjoy it. Uh mm-hmm. But it, it's a ten minute episode, and it's eight of that is is cartoon nonsense. It's good though; it was funny. Yeah. The here's the thing though. So I remember this episode. Like I remember, you know, I remember watching all, all most of this, uh, you know, as a kid. Yeah. Um. It's become more and more apparent to me though. Like I haven't really watched any of Powerpuff Girls as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. That it it really becomes more apparent to me though that that this is still a very male gazy show sure yeah um, yeah, yeah. There was, that it's there still was the you know yeah like it has female leads but it's definitely very clearly written by men mm-hmm. um animated by men directed by men you know it's still and definitely boys just as girls you know is really only funny if you consider dressing as girls to be a joke right mm-hmm. and i mean they they don't they don't go just for that i think you know i think they do go for more of the fact that size wise that these no no that i agree with that gag in particular i just meant the 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 concept is a sort of male's sense of humor yeah right exactly yes yeah and so it definitely i mean i can i can see now looking back on why as as a as a boy i did enjoy this show so much was that it really i you know i mean theoretically anything is for any child um, yeah, but you know, it, it really did sort of, it, it wasn't, it wasn't challenging too much, I would say. Well, and like we mentioned last week, like it, it's made with the same sensibilities as your typical boy show. Right. It just stars girls, which was cool and fun, but like, you know, it's not, 
it it doesn't necessarily take a ton of steps to sort of uh, widen its appeal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Like in a conscious way. Like it's right. And having said that, I also have new thoughts on Miss Bellum as a character. And mm. initially, I just kind of I didn't think much about Miss Bellum, you know, as a as a kid. I mean, obviously, she's basically meant to be attractive. And the running gag is that you never see her face. And yeah. that was kind of just the thing was like, oh, fun. You kind of just don't see her face. That's kind of her fun thing. But as an adult, I see that a little more problematic in that. And I had so I hadn't watched any other Powerpuff Girls. Is it right? Is she always kind of obscured by her boobs? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, to some okay. degree. Yeah, I was going to say, and, le- leaving aside for a minute, there's a there's a female character who is sort of defined by, you know, the fact that we don't ever see her personality or face. <laughs> right, uh, exactly. I like, wasn't I, w- I was curious if it was always sort of a, a burlesque joke that her face is hidden by her enormous enormous breasts. Yeah, the camera just never never pans up to to her face. Sure. Well, and it's it's weird like they're doing they're doing several things at once that are kind of like counter to each other. Sure, the joke is that the mayor is short. Yeah, the mayor is very short and the mayor frequently over the course of this whole show uh, clearly expresses interest in Ms. Bellum, who like right. is, is not re- you know reciprocating it at all. So he's mm-hmm. so she's kind of fulfilling that like shitty you know secretary like hot secretary vibe. But they make her the competent one. She's the only one that you know. But like we talked like we on. talked about yeah. a long time ago. You know like she kind of is like the mom, right? Right. She gets put into that mom well, you, role. I would say it is a little bit less problematic when you've got already got three female leads. You can have a True. generally competent woman in the show also. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's but the, the fact that they 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 kind of hide behind a joke of never showing her face to not really yeah, develop her and to just yeah. show her boobs and, and like yep. hourglass hourglass so, figure. Yeah. So it becomes like this really mixed message kind of end product that makes right. me feel weird about her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and when, you know, in in regards to the guys dressing up as girls, I you know, th- it was an interesting thing. One of the guys uh, we hear his thoughts when they're talking about the plan. And he's mm-hmm. like, really, he's like really stoked about it. He's like, oh, yeah. man, cute ponytails and like feminine bows with brightly colored sashes. And they don't do it in a way where the other guys like hear him and are like, oh, you stupid. Oh, that's gross. Like, mm-hmm. then we didn't, or they we don't got... they don't bring it back either. They no. don't like it's not this like big recurring bit. It's just like a thing where he's like, yeah, he's like really into the idea. Yeah. And like, I kind of liked that they didn't, you know, also take the opportunity to make fun of him for it, mm-hmm. though. We are clearly supposed to laugh at it, which is like, sure. Yeah. Oh, it's a convict thinking about mm-hmm. femininity. Yeah. But so, yeah, I yeah. don't know. The the the, the large sort of shape of the episode is that you know of course they go out and they start essentially just taking valuables now that they the people think they're the powerpuff girls and everyone's like oh of course have all of our stuff <laughs> and uh and miss bellum figures out what's up and then tells the mayor and the mayor's like oh okay and he calls essentially the swat team on the powerpuff girls <laughs> yeah at their uh pokey oaks kindergarten class that's a fun um, scene, like the SWAT team just busting the fuck up into kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of them was was like uh, undercover, like cutting things out of paper, oh, like making a paper snowflake <laughs> with safety scissors. Yeah. And he's like, then whips out his gun. It's so cute. It's great. Uh, but yeah. And then they they uh, they, of course, they, they go to jail. And then there's a a, a bit of a, a crisis where they're like, oh, do we break out? Because that would break the law. And Blossom's like, oh, we shouldn't break the law. But then they break out anyway. Yeah, Buttercup's like, nah, fuck it, I'm out. 
no, we're breaking out so we can go beat these beat these fuckers up. Right. Um, and they and and they go and they win. You know, I mean, like it 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 goes the way you think. Um, the... well, there is a fun thing though where they're fighting and nobody can tell. Not even the Powerpuff Girls can tell who each other is. Like <laughs> yeah. Buttercup and Blossom, like they start like attacking each other. And like, no, I'm not. No, attack them. And like, literally nobody can tell. And they just all resolve like the criminals are fighting each other, too. And they're like, let's just fight our counterparts. Like, oh, okay. Um, (laughs) And that like the dedication to the running gag that they are just visually indistinguishable. Yeah. From the real Powerpuff Girls is is great. It's just funny. I liked that a lot. Uh, There's just there's really there's really smart bits that are. probably more absurd than even a lot of the stuff that it was sharing the air with right Mm -hmm. like it's it's it does their they really dive into their style and they do gags like that all the time Um, yeah which i totally love uh you know even even as much as like we were talking about like it's a little weird going back and and it's clear it's clear there's definitely some problems with it but i love what they're doing yeah i mean well and it's again it's a very writerly show if you think about shows that lean heavily on, you know, towards action or towards physical slapstick or anything like that, and there's just a lot of writing gags that they yeah aim towards. And, and you know, I always appreciate that. I think, you know, Moon Mesa at its best did mm-hmm. that as well. And uh, and this is this is very clearly has a has a heavy writer hand. Sure. Right. And like, you know, I mean. The fact that they call her Sweet Cheeks, like the the fake Powerpuff Girls call Miss Bellum Sweet Cheeks, and that's how she kind of figures it out. And when she tells the power, the real Powerpuff Girls that they called her Sweet Cheeks, they're like, no. And then the announcer goes, <laughs> not Sweet Cheeks. <laughs> like, you know, regardless of everything else, it's so clear that everyone putting this together was just having a fucking laugh. They were having yeah. such a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that that makes it really enjoyable, too. Yeah, they were all kind of in on the fun. <laughs> and then <laughs> there's a great ending to it. Oh, God. Where uh, the mayor is like, wow, I always believed in you, Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> not not for a minute did I think you were, you know. And and then he's like, well, you do have to go back to jail for breaking out of jail. That's the rules. <laughs> and they're like, ha, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> right. So, you know, they have to go back to prison. Well, see you on visiting day, girls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's 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 good stuff. It's very it is it's good. Very it's fun. a great it's a great out. Yeah. Um and we just we talked about we talked about wanting to watch this episode because we wanted one more sort of like status quo e episode to kind of like, you know, figure this out like This is a perfect one of that. Yeah, this is very like for Rory, like you've never really watched right. this show. So like this exactly, is a perfect yeah. example of how most of their episodes go. Sure. Like it's a big sort of ridiculous conflict. There's a lot of punchy action. Uh, you know, a joke, a joke or five a minute, and uh, <laughs> and we just kind of like go through it, and and it feels like no time has passed by the time you're done. You're just kind of laughing. It's a good time. Right. Um, but from here, I think we wanted to start watching some of the some hits. of the hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we start and, getting into that back catalog. And it, there are a couple half-hour episodes they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know we want to hit that Rowdy Rough Boys episode. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> excited. I'm excited. Uh, I think maybe... Well, let's talk about this in an outro. Magic outro cue, go. 
what I was going to say is, uh, you know, the stated purpose of trying to do these arcs, right, is like we talked about wanting to watch these shows side by side. And I don't know. I don't know how successful uh, this one is just because these two shows stylistically are so different, even if they have similar germination at the beginning. Yeah, although we're going to be at a place now where we are going to be picking and choosing both, you know, and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. can potentially pick ones that that uh, say more about the other. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe we can maybe we can turn our brains on a little bit for this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd be I'd be interested in that, because now that we've seen the beginning of both shows, uh, well, especially Astro Boy, we've seen the, the setup for the concept of Astro Boy. We can totally go wherever the heck we want. Uh, sure. So maybe maybe we, maybe we do pick some some ones like that. Uh, you know, well, I'll, I'll see I'll see what we can do with the with the guards. See yeah, it depends on what they keysters. can pop on out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they have available, and I don't know. You know, maybe maybe the big the longer the episode, the bigger the VHS tape. I don't remember how VHS tapes work. Did they get bigger? They have different sizes. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like so a just add water situation. Yeah. <laughs> And maybe maybe you shrink it to fit it fit it up those tight crevices you have. Yeah, that's why you got to rewind it. Be kind. Um, yeah. What do we think today? That's good. Wait a minute. I, I'm working on a joke here. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Everybody, shut up. Everybody, shut up. Okay. Go. Behind. Austin. Behind. Rewind. Oh. Okay. Okay. I see what he's the doing butt. there. It's, it's a butt. butt. That's a real good butt oh, joke. Oh, very funny. <laughs> I do like the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cut that out! You don't, well, I, we're not cutting it out. We're leaving it in. Shit, shit, shit comes out the butt. Uh oh! Then that's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, God, no. Um, I mean, can we say anything else about Astro Boy and and the Powerpuff Girls? I mean, I have something to say about it. Ooh, yes. Shit comes out the butt. <laughs> You're a goddamn criminal. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to our podcast every week. We know how much how much we mean to you. We know how much we mean to you. That's a good. Yes, that's so good much. One. We mean so we much. Mean, to you. We mean so much to you. <laughs> you told us, and we know. We read your minds, and we know that, that we mean a lot to you. So, thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah, we love you so much, and we know that you want to see more of us. And <laughs> how, how are you going to do that? You might ask. Like, how are you going to see ask. more of us? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, check us out on all the major social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, so you can go there, you can check us out. Just look up Saturday Morning Tuesdays. So that's our jam. Uh, you can also go to iTunes uh, and you can find us, follow us, give us a rating. Find us on all other major podcast services, which is where we live. Uh, or you can go to our home house on the internet, which is SaturnTuesdays.com. And if you're watching along with us, you guys, next week we've, we're now we're now jumping around. We're now... We're now off the main trampoline and, and wherever the bounce takes us. So <laughs> so next week, next week we're checking out episode twelve of Powerpuff Girls. That's the one called the Rowdy Rough Boys. And we're also checking out episode four. So we have not skipped very far on this little trampoline <laughs> when it visit the Astro Boy. A little baby's bounce. No double <laughs> bouncies here. So it's Astro Boy episode four. Alice returns. 
the return of Atlas. One of those. Atlas lives again, Rory. Atlas lives say. again. The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tune in next week. We'll see you then. Super Kids episode three. Boom. Smoke them if you got them. We love you.